All right, welcome back. Episode 127 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this episode, we're going to do a little free agency preview. Uh, the Combine's starting this week. Don't really have anything for you there. Uh, just just been interviews and stuff so far. Yeah. Um, hopefully, the workouts come in and some of uh, the guys we really like kind of keep their way up. I know. It's like, do you want them to do bad so they fall to us? Or do you want them to do good? Problem is, if they do bad, I'm not going to like them. Yeah, like, I don't want Sauce Gardner to run a 4-6. Or do you? Get him in the second round. Uh, may, may, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but... Like, if he runs a 4-6, are you out on Sauce Gardner? No. Yeah. Because game speed. Game speed. Game I mean, speed. Dantzler was slow yeah, at the combine. Well, what's, his, uh, what's his GPS say? Yeah, uh, no, why do we need him to do this when we could clearly... There's got to be a way to just track him in a game and be like, this is how fast he runs. That, there, there, there are ways to do that. So I don't know why we're doing 40-yard dash, but I'm excited for the three-cone drills. Those always uh, are good little tests, especially at uh, Edge Rusher, which hopefully we'll, need. Be, yeah, we'll, we'll be digging into that. Yeah, um, for a lot it's of Edge Rushers in the draft and also a lot of Edge Rushers in Bradenzy. Yeah, it's a very deep well. It's, uh, it, I, I'm still like, I was so used to the type of player Zimmer and Spielman went for. That it's a little harder to like gauge who who we would go for. Like there would be edge guys in the draft, and I was like, "There's no way we'd ever draft this guy. He's too he's like a speed rusher, a small guy." Is that something we're gonna do? Go for now? Like, yeah, you, probably. you you have to start looking at like who were the Broncos drafting lately? The yep. Bears, uh, like six seven years. years ago. Uh, yeah, so like at linebacker, if you want a superstar, you want somebody in the mold of, like Roquan Smith. Uh, you want what is that mold? Uh, fast, but doesn't every fast. team want that? Like big hitter? I don't know. <laughs> Not everyone, I guess. I feel like the biggest ones for me is like, okay, what do we want in D linemen and edge guys? Like, is there a difference? There clearly is, because I, I I just struggle to think that someone like Patrick Jones would have been drafted in this defense. Yeah, I feel like. He would not have been drafted. He seems like a hand in the dirt guy. Yep. You know, not that our guys won't sometimes have their hands in the dirt. Like they've made it clear we're going to be multiple, we're going to be different. But if you're looking at the Broncos and the Bears, you know, guys like even the Rams, like Leonard Floyd's, Von Miller's, Khalil Max, I think you want someone more, a little more dynamic. You know? Yeah, you also kind of like out of your edge rushers. Now you're you're also looking into can they drop back into that, coverage? Yeah, that, like if they don't. Drop back into coverage whatsoever, and they just have their hand in the dirt. Yeah, they're not really the guys for us. Which makes me feel like you know a lot of what we drafted was like the six five, like specimen type. Which some like I think Deal Hunter could drop easily, but some of them are almost too big and like not limber enough. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how some of the guys we currently have. But maybe you just slide them onto the line. You know, maybe they're the five tech spot, and then you go there. You look at the, like the Bears. Akeem Hicks, three tech? Is that what they would call him? Yeah, he's their three tech. And then they would always have what Eddie Goldman. Yep, he's their nose tackle. Okay, and it's it's just it's I feel like it's slightly different than the like when I think three four back in the day it was like Vince Wilfork, uh, who was Tony Siragusa, like these big mammoth nose tackles. But that seems like a different style of defense. You 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 still are really looking for those kind of nose tackles, but kind of. A lot, a lot of teams look for kind of less heavy, 
more athletic nose. Yeah. Like, Derek Brown is considered a nose where he's got, like, the body of a three-tack. Yeah, but, like, athletically, yeah, his athletically, he's way better than Pat Williams. Yeah, you know? like, you're still looking for, like, that brute strength, but kind of just in a different form. Mm-hmm. Like a Vita Vea. Yeah. Someone that can do a little more than just stand there in one spot. Yep. Okay. yep. And that's why, and I don't know if Todd Bowles was there when Vita Vea was drafted, but like he's that kind of prototypical nose that you're kind of going for. Big, athletic, mm-hmm. strong, and I, can do different things. I do feel like Michael Pierce could play the nose in our defense. Yeah, I, I definitely. And Delvin Tomlinson could play the three-tech, like the Akeem Hicks role. Yep. yep. And I don't know who's on the other side, if it's, I don't know, Willa Keys or someone. I think Delvin Tomlinson could even play the nose. I think he could, too. I think that. we mentioned that like if we cut Pierce, yep. Tomlinson could easily play the nose spot, and you could bring in... Bring in Akeem Hicks. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about him. He's and on the list. I, I think uh with Donatel's defense that he's that he has, the the left end, like the strong side three tech, is more of like your run stuffer. Mm-hmm. And then the uh blind side of the quarterback, the right end, is usually a little more athletic. Little was that more the pass Hicks guy? Uh no, the that was one. that that was like Bilal Nichols. He was the pass rushy guy? Yeah. Okay. Because he was he was like 285 or something gotcha. like that. Lol Nichols. We'll talk about him, too. Also Ooh. available. I mean, we, I've got a lot of connections to coaches, okay. you know. They we, can, you yeah, know. I was going to say. I we, would think you're at Donatel. You want to bring in maybe a, a guy or two that can teach, help teach the defense, help, like. Especially where you have a lot of younger players. Yeah. I mean, we're, we do have a lot of youth on that side. Uh, unproven youth. Like, not even, like, up-and-coming studs, you know. Yeah. It's, like, old I, vets that are on their back end of their careers and unproven youth. I wonder if we do keep Michael Pierce if uh if Donatello's defense is in any way similar to uh Wink Martindale's where oh, where, where he came from with Baltimore. Yeah, so maybe he would be able to uh, uh be a veteran there and kind of teach the guys. Well, I mean at least it's more of a three-man front on like base downs which he played his whole career until he came here. So, yeah. and same with Delvin Tomlinson, he played a ton of uh three three men in uh, yeah. New York. Ed Donatel, by the way, I don't know if how much we talked about him on our last podcast or just the fact that he was hired. Yeah, this guy's fantastic. I love his press conferences. He's yeah, like he's like an old school football guy with like I, I don't know a young mentality, real positive, but like he. I remember uh, seeing some clips and he does say like that's how I stay young. Yeah, like you 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 gotta you gotta look at the young guys and go so. How do you do that and mm-hmm. take that in and add it to your defense? He just seems like the kind of guy that you would like run through a wall for. Whereas I'm watching Wes Phillips and it's like, well, this guy's just kind of like, well, he's whatever. But, you know, Kevin O'Connell's basically going to be running the offense. Wes Phillips can do, you know, the Kevin O'Connell role from the Rams. But as far as, you know, just purely interviews, Ed Donatel, very impressive. Wes Phillips, just kind of a guy. Yeah. but Which, uh, which is actually really good. Like, especially since we've had OCs go through the door, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Wes Phillips is, you know, just a guy and we don't have our offensive coordinator coach straight away. or defensive coordinator leave. Ed Donatel, does he aspire to be a head coach, do you think? It's interesting because he's never really sniffed a job ever. And he's he's old. He's an older guy. Yeah, and maybe he does aspire to be a head coach, but I don't, unless he turns around this defense like that, Yeah, I don't don't really think he's going to be leaving for a couple of years. It, I feel like it's real tough for a defensive, older 
guy to get a head coaching job. Like people Zimmer are going Fangio. Yeah, are the people, last two I'm thinking of. Yeah, both recently fired. Yep. You know, well, I mean, how old's Matt Eberflus? He's still a pretty young guy. Yeah, I think relatively. So. I don't think he's Kevin O'Connell young, but like, I just it would. Yeah, like you said, he'd have to really <coughs> do a bang up job on this defense to suddenly. I mean, he'd be. There's so many candidates that didn't even get jobs this cycle that I feel like are still would be pretty far ahead of him, like the no. D'Amico Ryans and the Gerard Mayos and stuff like that. So that are just probably more exciting because they're younger. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we dive into some free agency talk? I think I'm going to go position by position. I don't have – I just want to ask you for each position, like how bad do you feel like we need help at this position? Okay. And I got some positions I don't have anyone because I feel like you're going to say we're all set. But uh, we'll start at quarterback. We're all set. I think so, too. I don't even think we need a vet back or anything. So this is great that we just start with Kirk and, like, uh, the Combine Quasi's interview yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Yesterday. Connell's was today. It uh, was great. The way he talks, Kirk's not going anywhere. It's so funny, though. It's like any you can whatever you want to hear, you're going to hear. Because everything I hear, it's like they're not going anywhere. It sounds like these guys were excited to come to a you know to, to build an offense around Kirk to have a good quarterback to start with. Um, certainly seems like they want they do want to do something with the contract, you know, and maybe barring some crazy thing where like Kirk's like I'm not doing anything, they would trade him. But like all signs point to he's going to be here. I thought Kevin O'Connell talked like he was going to be here. I thought that thought they all did. They're like unless we trade him for a haul, he's getting an extension. It's not we're gonna ride out ride out this last year. There's, I, it just I don't think it works cap wise to do that unless you restructure a bunch of other guys. You know, yeah. I, I mean, maybe that's possible that happens, but like I'd say it's ninety percent chance he gets an extension, five percent chance he sits on a one year deal, five percent he's traded. But you listen to like some other people and they're hearing like complete opposite that we're hearing. Like they the Questy will say the exact same thing and they're like. Well, did you hear what he said? They said he's only like a, he's only good when things are good around him. That clearly means he doesn't like him. It's like, no, that's just the truth. Like, I don't. They, they, he said Kirk's better when the odds are in his favor. And all I'm hearing is, well, we have to do a bang up job to make sure everything is in his favor. Yeah, he actually said that. He said, yeah, he's better when his odds are in his favor. And our job is to, you know, push the odds in his favor more often. It's like, it's it's any quarterback like I I don't know I just it's all the national media too like Tom Pelissaro Ian Rapoport all of them are like the, Kevin O'Connell loves Kirk uh, Wes Phillips worked with Kirk like he's not going anywhere but then you got you know Score North and you've got you know some of the more local guys that are like oh, I don't know did you see that so I are the they just doing it for clicks like are they just doing it for talkers because everyone's talking about Kirk I mean we talk about Kirk trades extension. Every week because it, it is like the, the big topic, but maybe there's not really much there. He's just going to be here. Yeah, uh, I was listening to uh, Paul Allen the other day, and Church was talking about he was just going through a list of quarterbacks and teams, like who is dead set at quarterback, like guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't that doesn't include like Rodgers or like Russell Wilson and stuff like that? There, by the county yet, it was like. 22 other teams are looking for a quarterback around, like, the 10th area, mm-hmm. you know, because there's nine other teams who are set. 
Who aren't so, trading theirs. Yeah, so yeah. if you have number 10, 11, 12, 13, do you really want to join the other 22 teams looking for a quarterback? I mean, in a way, it's like, hey, it's a seller's market. You know, give us a great offer. But I just don't... I, again, if some people think, well, let's do it. Let's join those teams and blow it all up and be bad. I don't, I don't feel like that's going to happen. I don't see that coming at all. And, you know, and that's all fine and dandy if you want to blow it up. But I really have zero interest in watching Mitchell Trubisky play quarterback next year. Yeah, again, it, what's the plan? What's the plan? That's always the question. It's like, you like, get I don't what's care if you have Malik Willis and Mitchell Trubisky because Willis probably isn't good enough right away to start right away. Yeah, he's got to sit. Like... You got to watch Trubisky at least for like six weeks, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, 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 again, if that's what you would prefer to do, that's fine. But listening to the owners, listening to what I'm hearing from the GM and stuff, they're all they're good with Kirk. He's a good quarterback. Let's just put out the good quarterback. Yeah, like extend him, have him for three, four more years. I prefer four. I feel like he can stretch out those cap hits a little more with uh. I, it is funny how Kirk, though, clearly is like, I'm not taking a discount. Like, I guess I've also heard all those reports are like, yeah, yeah, he's not interested in charity. It's like, damn it, man. This is why fans, like, I'm telling you, it's why the fans are always on his ass. Should have never done a guaranteed deal. He didn't need that in his life. What's three, so what's wrong with another three for 84? Nothing in my opinion. I mean, I have no problem with it. That's got to be pretty good. What if we go back to the original deal of three for eighty-four? That's that's well compensated. And problem is, you still owe him thirty-five million for this year. So like, you have to like. Well, yeah, you just pump that like four years down the road. You just you just kick the can. You drew breeze that thing. For a yeah. While. I, and, and the Saints are eighty million over the cap because of Drew Brees still. I think. Yeah. And you know what? They're gonna get out of it, and they'll be just fine. I mean, they're going to be totally fucked this year, but it's only one year. Well, I just, I don't know. I, again, I don't think, if I'm a betting man, Kirk's our quarterback. Oh, yeah. Do, I, you, do you need to add anyone else in free agency? I say Kelamon needs to be the backup. If you're a third-round pick, year two, you better be the backup. Yep, I, I agree. If you, you know, let the coaching staff see him through the summer and everything, if you need another one, sign one in August. Yeah, or... If you fall in love with one in the draft, and you can get, like, I don't know if 12 is the spot, unless you really fall in love with Willis. Now, you said, how did you pronounce his first name? I called him Malik. Okay, is that? I don't think so. Is that just a grapes thing? I think that's just a grapes thing. Most people would just say Malik. Malik Willis? Malik. We'll be known by Malik Willis here forever. Okay. (laughs) Malik Willis. Now, he's like the, the upside guy. He's got, like, the cannon arm. He runs around. Maybe if you fall in love with him at 12, but I bet you could take a guy in the second. This is a bad quarterback class. Like, you could get like a, a, a guy in the second that you could just sit for a year. That's kind of the only way I see us adding core. Because Kellen Mond didn't do much to impress, but like, what if your future is Kellen Mond? What if he comes around? Like, nope. I, and like, I would have no problem taking like Desmond Ritter in the second round. Yeah. I, that's just, he's, again, he seems like a high upside guy that just, they just all seem like second rounders. And we have the 12th pick of the second round. Who cares if you burn the second round pick on a future quarterback who maybe turns out to be really good. So quarterback-wise, I don't think free agency is something we're going to be dabbling in. I mean, Sean Mannion's a free agent, I assume. 
Yeah. Was that the guy we used last year? Yeah. That guy sucked. Like, come on. Come on. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, we'll bring him back. I, I mean, like, they, oh, they might bring Don't, back some No, bomb. they won't bring Sean Manion back. I'm saying, I'm not sure there's a point to it, because that guy sucks. It's one of those Is things- John Wolford a- available? That guy, yeah, you he know. He looked pretty good with the Rams, though, like half that game when yep. he got hurt. Um, all right, so let's move on to running back. Don't need one. We're you, all set. You Very have, set. You have Delvin, Madison, and Kanae. Do you need anything else? I don't think there's a better running back group in the in the league. I don't know either. Off the top of my head, no. So we'll move right on past that. No, no talk. No talk there. Oh, well, well side side talk real quick. Oh, okay. Uh, what about the people saying we should trade Delvin? What would you What would you be okay with trading Delvin for? Second round pick. Top fifty. Yeah, I mean, I prefer. I would probably do for any second. It gets hurt a lot. Like, I get why you'd want to trade him. It's just it, people treat it like it's a it's a fantasy football league. It's just not how it works. Like, I feel like he's a leader on the team. He's big in the community. Like, it, he's a human being. These aren't just like yeah. trading cards. You know, it's just like ah, Cook's kind of old. Trade him. You can do it that way. I don't know if you build the culture that clearly Quasey and Kevin O'Connell want to build, like to just be treating players like they're, you know, stocks. Did you see that on Quasey's press conference? Yeah. Uh, God, who asked that question? I think it was Jordan Reed. Was it? I recognized the voice and the guy asked it. Yeah, I, I like, thought I recognized it too. But. Yeah. He was saying that you compared players to stocks from back in your, you know, your bronze days. Yeah. And it was, you know, from his being well, a Wall Street trader guy. And he immediately was like, I apologize if I ever said anything like that. Like, and the guy didn't mean it as a bad thing. He meant like that was interesting, but immediately yeah, Quincy was like, like, "Well, they're human beings. I don't. We don't treat them like that." But you know, you look for you know efficiencies and blah blah blah. You know all that kind of stuff. But I think it's a lot easier for someone to be like, "I would trade the expensive running back because I don't want him." But it's also like, how it, many years does he have left? Two or three? I'd have to look. I'm not sure. I thought it was. I'm sure I there's a couple that aren't two. guaranteed. He's a running back. I'm sure it's not that hard of a contract to get out of. Who's do teams even trade for running backs that are like expensive like that? Like I just don't. I don't see know it. the. Uh, has Saquon signed an extension yet? I don't think he has. Because their their GM was like, "I'm open to anything," and all yeah. of a sudden it was like, "He's going to trade Saquon. Get ready." And, and like they're lucky if they get offered like a third round pick, probably. Yeah, I mean the guy's been again hurt a lot. So also. I don't want to trade Cook because I don't think Alexander Madison is the, like the greatest. Like some people act like he could, you could just plug him in and it's the same thing. I think there's a clear talent difference. One is a guy that like is a game breaker, can break long plays, can be dynamic. Madison, he's a very good low end starter backup type. Like he's a he gets what you get. He grinds for extra yards. He's got good hands and stuff. But like he's not Delvin Cook. No, it's like going from like. Todd Gurley at his best to Darrell Henderson. Yeah, like Darrell Henderson did just fine. He's solid. Yeah. He'll get you, you know, 12 yards here and there. He might get you a 20-yard run, but he's not going to get you 55-yard screen passes to the house. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just not his game. And that's not Alexander Madison's game either. Yeah. But that's what Dalvin can do for you. I mean, that's... How many times do you see him, like wiggle in and out and like move body parts that you're like whoa i didn't even know you could bend like that yeah like there's times where it's like oh, he's dead to rights and then all of a sudden he's you know 
accelerating faster than like any person I ever watched to nope. get moving. I, it's just one step and boom. Like yeah. he's perfect for uh like what the rant what Kevin O'Connell yeah, kind of like brings to, to the see table. It yeah. In this type of offense with you know maybe some of the more of the motions in the Jets more and stuff. More the modern like, day. Yeah, the yeah, the modern day version of the Kubiak offense. Yeah. Not his kids version, but a real modern version. Uh it it I feel like I look at it the same as Kirk. Like would I choose to trade him? No. If I was given a fantastic offer, Sure, like I, I trade Kirk for a first round pick. I would trade Cook for a second round pick. Is no one offers me, I'm totally fine keeping them. I'm not trading them to be like, oh, I want to get rid of this contract and we need to tear the team down. Trade Harrison Smith. He's yeah, old. Yeah. We, we get rid of them all. Them. It, yeah, it, it, dumb. So and running back. Honestly, I would be more excited to see Kane than Alexander Madison. I think yeah. that dude because like Kane Wangu is not built like uh, a little kick returner guy. Dude's like six one, two twenty. He is. He has size to, like, if he could figure out how to do it, he could be, like, a bell call back. I don't know if he's ever going to get there because I think he's a pretty raw guy. But, I mean, Madison's – I don't want to say Madison's a bad player. He's a good player, but yeah. okay. they're both not Delvin Cook. Fact. So, uh, fullback CJ Ham. Did you hear Kevin O'Connell talk a little bit about – someone asked him. They were saying, you know, you were a lot of 11 personnel. How do you work with, you know, the per- – personnel you have now you have you know a fullback you have you know multiple tight ends i think the guy didn't realize that conklin is a free agent um but he said that you know when you have guys like that then you you know maybe you'll probably see us be more not just 11 personnel so maybe cj ham stays on the team and we look more like a hybrid of the 49ers rams and less you know just three receivers every down so uh don't need one in free agency though no tight end neat Needs something. I don't know if we need a starter because obviously Irv Smith is coming back. Yeah, I would say we definitely don't need a starter, especially in this offense. Like, I think one tight end that's good is probably fine, but you need something. Like, who's the dude in the Super Bowl? Bryce Hopkins? Uh, Bryson Hopkins? No, it was uh, Blanton. Something Blanton. I don't think it was a Hopkins. You're talking about uh, this past year? The Rams guy? Yeah. Uh, Kendall Blanton. Kendall Blanton. Kendall Blanton was Tyler Higby's backup. Okay. No, but he even got hurt. Kendall Blanton did. Oh, there was yeah. another guy after Blanton? Yeah, and he had like four or five catches. Oh. Yeah. Well, Bryson Hopkins does exist. That is a person. Okay. I don't. I, didn't I know think he, he was the guy in the Super Bowl. Okay, but yeah, he made plays it, for he, the Rams. Bryson Avery Hopkins. He's yeah, he made, a couple, he, made, he made a couple plays. Okay. And that okay. was just, you know, and I think he made maybe two on the last drive as well. At least one, but I don't know. I, Fourth just, round pick. Just saying, you don't, you don't need the best one in this offense more than likely. No, yeah. I mean, Irv Smith's gonna be the guy, and then you kind of go. You need another like, just just under Conklin level. That's the thing. Like, I'd love to bring Conklin back. I feel like with what like Ian Thomas got paid. Ian Thomas got Conklin's three years, better than sixteen him. million. Uh, talks of David and Joku getting ten million that's a year. Laughable. That is, I mean, that's that just a that came from a Cleveland Browns beat writer. Yeah, that seems absolutely insane. A guy who's been mediocre his whole career to get ten million a year. Now, yeah. even Ian Thomas, who's been below average his whole career, getting that. You have Conklin, who just put up. I think like was he like? That he had. He had he had fifty five to sixty five catches. Yeah, and played well. I mean, I th- always thought his blocking's kind of garbage, um, but he's clearly going to get. I don't know, five, six million a year. 
We're not going to pay that for a backup tight end. He's at least getting $16, 6 million a year. Yeah, like we're not going to pay that for a backup tight end. So, and I don't think we should. Like, I don't want to just sign Conklin back because people like Conklin. Like, we're not going to use the second tight end enough. And like, I, I'd say Conklin's on that like uh, CJ Uzama level, and that dude got like three for nineteen, three for twenty maybe. I feel like that dude got yeah. actually a decent chunk of change. He did. I remember seeing him being like, mm, CJ Uzama. Yeah. Um, let me throw out some tight ends that are in the realm of what we would. I mean, Tyler Conklin's in there. I think we both agree he's going to get too much. You know, the guy you just mentioned, CJ Uzama. Okay. He's going to be a free agent, 29 years old. That's a guy we could possibly. Uh, he, he did it. What did he do? He's, he got hurt, but played in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. He, yep. So he should be healthy. Yeah, he had, um, I don't know, what he do you had think like he an gets air cast paid, on his knee or something like that. What do I think he gets paid? Well, he had a three-year, $18 million contract. He's going to be looking for at least that again. So, I mean, yeah, I guess at 29, he's probably going to get that again. No. Um, Max Williams, I've always been a Max Williams guy, former golfer, was just having a breakout year. It was like just, all of a sudden it was like, oh, this dude is like fitting well. And then he tore his ACL, broke his leg. Tore his ACL. Is that I what think. it was? Out for the season. He actually ended up the season with a PFF grade of 77.9. Conklin's was 66.7. And he's only 28, so he's a year older than Conklin. But. He's younger than Uzama. Yeah, younger than Uzama. And apparently he's a great blocker. So like. Since he gets hurt all the time, you might be able to get him like. He might be like. Three to four million? Because yeah, because he's coming off, like, a, a, like, coming off a season ending injury. Yeah, he only like has a, a couple like big games as a receiver under his belt. Like two for nine? Yeah. Like if that's something you want to do, I if I had if I was thinking, I'm guessing we're probably just gonna take like some random dude in the fourth, like a Bryson Hopkins. But if you did sign someone and you wanted to put a little extra money into tight end, like I think Max Williams would be a good one. I um, agree. The only other one I had on my list here was Ian Thomas because of the connection with our who is the coach? Let me take a look. The offensive line coach? Nope. The tight ends coach actually came from the Panthers. Brian Angelicio. He was the tight ends coach of the Panthers last year. So I thought, well, maybe he's a big fan of Ian Thomas. Too bad they uh, they grabbed him for way more than I would have wanted Ian Thomas. Yeah. Uh, Now, old friend, Kyle Rudolph. Ooh, cue the music. Yeah. Is that Kyle Rudolph's music? What's happening? Uh, He just got cut two off seasons in a row. Poor fella. And he still wants to play. Yeah, how old is he? I feel like he's younger than we always think because... I think he's like 32 now. 32. Okay. I would take him back. I'm not paying him anything. Vet minimum. Vet min, million, million and a half. Like, I would have no problem. Dude, was a beast in the red zone. I thought we missed that a little bit this year. Remember when he would just stand on the back of the end zone and make sweet catches? Oh. Um, and, I mean, it would he would come in being like, hey, you're a red zone guy. You're our number two tight end. You know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, so him or Max Williams for me would be uh, two guys I'd go after. Yep. Or just, like, honestly, don't even go after a tight end and just, just draft, draft a guy. one. Yeah, um, mid-round guy. All right. Another we, Michael Pruitt. <laughs> we, well, it, we do have Zach Davidson. Don't need a tight end that at all. hunter slash tight end that looked like an absolute fucking monster. That dude is so big. Yeah, from Central Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, receivers, I don't have anything listed for receiver. Not sure why I didn't do receiver, but how do you feel about our need at receiver? I think I go both ways with like people keep saying we need a receiver because they didn't watch KJ Osborne last year, but then you also do need to replace Thielen at some point. But yeah. you're not gonna pay for one. No, I don't think we're gonna pay for one. If we do pay for one, it's 
going to be in that three four range. I, I, I mean, you're not going after like you know Odell Beckham. Like thinking of like you know some like connections between coaches. You know, Odell Beckham's a free agent, but no. First off, didn't he just tear his ACL? And also, way too expensive. Like they would have to come in knowing. Honestly, you're almost you're set at the first three receivers. So what are you doing? You're not going to sign a guy and then be like, "Hey, sorry, Osborne, you're now the fourth. Thielen, you're the second, the third. That makes no sense." You got Jefferson. You have Thielen. You have Thielen's Osborne. Been you getting have hurt lately. I, again, I like, you're not, I, I, I'm making the argument maybe for acquiring a, a one draft pick. Uh, yeah, that's different because now you can say, "Hey, you're coming in. You're battling for the third job. No. We're not taking Thielen's exactly. job. Just work but your way. Work your over way the years, out. you'll become you know the guy opposite of Jefferson Jefferson. I think that makes way more sense than someone if they thought, "Oh, let's go sign Devontae Adams or something," which is absolutely ridiculous. But I can't think of any. Oh, like Mike Williams. He's a big name free agent. What are you gonna do? Be like, okay, Thielen, you're now the third string. Maybe if you traded someone or cut Thielen or something. Um, so I'd say I'll tell you this much: if we went and got Mike Williams, you wouldn't be seeing CJ Ham on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, five wide every play. I would say we end up signing someone in the uh, ilk of D.D. Westbrook. Yeah, minimum guy who probably has some connection to a coach or a scheme that will probably get cut or barely make the team. Yeah. So. Um, Offensive line, tackle. Don't need any tackles. Yeah, uh, may, maybe depth, but yeah, Rashad we'll, Hill is a free agent. And I feel like uh, they might move on from him. I feel like it was a Rick Spielman guy. And he always brought see, him back. I mean, I could probably name off some like backup tackles that I wanted, but I bet they won't be available. So we won't even have to dive into tackles. Yeah. Because we have, like Paul Allen says, bookend tackles. Kevin O'Connell was talking about the offensive line. He was like, you know, it's one of the things I actually really liked about the roster was, you know, you're set at tackle. And he was like, the guards are depth. He made some come. And then he was actually talked to Bradbury quite a bit. But, I mean, he basically, you know, you got two tackles that he's like, I like the way they move, you know, and also they're young. I mean, one just got signed to a huge extension and one was a rookie last year. So oh. we don't need to Who- tackle. Uh, according to PFF, Darius's five best games came in our last six. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they've been. They were very happy with his play. So, I thought he always had like one real bad screw of a game, but beyond that, he played really well. Yeah. So all you gotta do is just clean up those couple mistakes a game, and he'd be be like a Brian O'Neill on the left side. Yep, a uh, Pro Bowl caliber. Let's start. Let's start at center. If you did move on from Bradbury. Now, I don't think we're going to. It's guaranteed money. I just think they're going to give him one more year. They're going to try to coach him up how they want to coach him. They're probably going to go find a right guard that could help him a little bit rather than replace him. But And Kevin O'Connell was like, I scouted Bradbury in the, in the draft and we, you know, the way he moves and blah, blah, blah. He, he mentioned him by name and no one else, which was interesting. Building up trade value. That's score north. They're just building up trade value. Uh, but... There's Ben Jones, who was the um, was he Titans. Titan center, 33 years old, but very good, according to PFF. I'm yep. going up. I got the PFF grades here, so 76.4. So if you're looking for just a flat-out upgrade, you can go do something like that. Uh, Brian Allen, who was the Rams, yep. 26 years old, but I think he's going to get a big contract, right? I would think so. And then you got Matt Paradise, which is funny. I remember him from a few years ago. I was talking about we could get him. The he year was, we drafted Bradbury, I think. Yeah, he was terrible his first, like, two years in Carolina. Yeah, he wasn't much. I mean, he's 66 grade. Like, he was, like, he was the 
replacement level, slightly above average guy. So nothing, nothing too exciting. Austin Blythe, is he also a Ram? Former Ram? I think so. I wish I had the teams on there, but uh, another one. So those are the centers. I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I'm not as really much, as bad as people want to move on from Bradbury. It ain't gonna happen. No. Sorry. Maybe the scheme was bad. Yeah, it was. It's probably under Patterson's fault. If you ask me. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, okay, let's get to guard. Yes, this is this is the spot. And in my opinion, we're set at left guard. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like Ezra's perfectly fine. We only need to fill one hole on this offensive mm-hmm. line for this year, and it's at right guard. And, you know, I'm curious to see about Wyatt Davis. Sounds like he's been putting in some work this offseason. Yeah. A, a lot of interviews with him. A lot yeah. of people chatting with Wyatt Davis. Very you know? weird. At first I thought it was just Chris Thomason, but maybe Wyatt Davis is just always around the facility. Like That could be. Yeah, maybe like he's just available to chat with because, yeah, a few interviews out there floating around, and he sounds like he's ready to get on the field for the first time. Yeah. So, um, I mean. Kind of excited to see him, but – that doesn't mean that I'm not interested in signing like James Daniels mm-hmm. or Brandon Scherf. Someone that like just literally solves it. And yeah. It's like this is what you have now. Because you, like you said, you look at our line. I would say three spots are set for the next few years. Bradbury, you're on your last legs, but you're probably not going anywhere. So it's this right guard spot that we need to figure out. And yeah, I don't, I don't think you want to roll into the, the season and be like, all right, Wyatt Davis is the guy, the guy who couldn't get a single snap, who didn't like. Dozier, Brandle, yeah, yeah, and that Blake Udo. fucking Brandle running out there. Udo, God, man. Man, that we suck. Uh, but some guards available, deep guard class in free agency, which it'd be an interesting strategy just to kind of like throw some money at guard and be like offense is set. Like my brain goes in two paths. Like you could strengthen a strength and just be like, let's, because what? Uh, PFF said Kirk Cousins was the number one quarterback from a clean pocket. Well, give him a clean pocket. Now yeah. we have the best quarterback, you know, in theory. Yep. But, like, you see what, like, a guy like Tom Brady does with a line that just gives him all day long. Like, guys are insane. And go then through the reads pre- and go through the reads again. Yeah, it's the thing. Like, Kirk Cousins is good at that. So if you just, you know, and then my brain goes, well, you got to spend some money on the defense because it was horrible. But, man, would I like to see Kirk Cousins with a, a top five offensive line. If you just, you know, like, the number one guy on PFF's list is – Brandon Scherf, former commander. Yep. You know, got the commanders. Uh, played with Kirk, assuming that means he was with, probably spent some time with Kevin O'Connell, probably spent some time with Wes Phillips. Oh. Wants to come closer to home. Where's his home? He's from Iowa. Oh. Reel him in, boys. Uh, 30 years old, graded out 73.6. So, like, he would be just a plug and play stud starter. Only downside about Brandon Scherf is he's missed on average like seven games the last three years. Yes, little injury prone, which is oh. which is, but does come from the right kind of scheme. Like he would fit well in a zone, um, or you could go. I think who maybe we'd prefer younger James Daniels. I really five years old. I really like James Daniels because he's very young. I like the flexibility uh, mm-hmm. he gives you. I like the fact that you can sign him right now, plug and play at guard. And if you're not impressed with Garrett Bradbury, you can let Bradbury walk, and you can either look at filling center, or if you want James Daniels to slide over and be your center and go fill it, fill guard again. Um, 
And even if Bradbury gets hurt and you don't have any depth, maybe it is just easier to slide Daniels over and plug in like Wyatt Davis yeah, or maybe, whoever else you have. Hey, maybe Wyatt Davis is looking really good in practice. Bradbury's struggling, and you shift Daniels over and you bring Wyatt Davis in. Yeah. You know, it it does provide you a bunch more flexibility. It does provide you with someone that's five years younger and playing just just almost just as well as Brandon Scherf. Which also leads me to believe that he might be very expensive. Yeah, like, it's hard to say. It's hard is, to say how that goes. Like, or is Scherf going to be more expensive because he's got the first round pedigree and was what was uh, Tooney? Do, yeah, Tooney Joe five Finney? for eighty two. So much more than we all thought. Like, so massive. like, is Daniels going? to I don't get, think he's anywhere on that level though. Is he going to get five for sixty five? Five for seventy? Okay. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. Like I have no idea if people look at it but the same like, way we do. But five for sixty-five, like that's that's top dollar for guard. But that's also only thirteen, fourteen million per yeah, year. Yeah, and you'd absolutely backload it where the first year is probably like six million. You know, I always think back to when they signed Trey Flowers to that massive deal, and his cap hit was like four million dollars. Yeah, like, there's way to structure it where you could afford it. Like we could certainly afford to do something like this. Obviously, we have some moves we got to make contract-wise, but. Yeah, I think James Daniels, the guy that we both would like the most. Brandon Scherf would be awesome. And then there's like six more guys. Lakin Tumlinson, 30 years old, played with San Francisco. Yep. Big scheme fit. Also former first-round pick. I former, think. Yeah, I think he's a former first-round pick. I mean, it's a guy that comes from the same scheme. Uh, Connor Williams, Dallas, uh, Dallas 25. Second-round pick. Yeah, he kind of slow out the gates, but has really came, came along. I think he started as a tackle. Yeah, he was drafted as a tackle, so, yeah. Uh, not not sure if that's as clean of a scheme uh, fit because I don't know what they run there. More of a power scheme. I yeah, feel I like. think it's more power, but yeah. I don't know. I think I think as he's long a as he more can athletic. move. Yeah, if you maybe just look up his combine times to see if he can do it. Also, maybe you know having someone that can actually push someone around would be a good thing. Yeah, help Bradbury out. And you know, as a tackle, probably good at pass blocking. <laughs> yeah, uh, Austin Corbett, uh, twenty uh, twenty six, I believe he's a Rams. Yeah, the he's a former second round pick. Yeah, uh, high second. Was the it Browns? Browns? Tri- yep. Yeah. So he was in like that, uh, that maybe like thirty four to thirty eight range. Yep. And he kind of struggled with the Browns. They flipped him over to the Rams, and he was different scheme. Pretty good with the McVay scheme, which yep. is where Kevin O'Connell came from and Wes Phillips came from. So there's a connection there, and he's young. So he's almost like I would say like your poor man's James Daniel. Yep. Like younger. Up and coming guy versus the you know older sheriff older Tomlinson type, um, Mark Glo- Mark Glowinkowski, another guy that I remember from a couple years ago when we were trying to fill the guard spot. I think he was probably in the same free agency class as Paradis, and then he just got re-signed by the Colts. So yeah. he's available. He's played well still. He's thirty, and then uh, Quentin Spain out there, always out there. Seems like that oh, guy yep. just exists. Uh, as a the, the Bengals, yeah. Fella, right? So yeah, and hey, wasn't he like forty seventh? On PFS, yeah, middle of the pack guy. Like yeah. he's he's That's not bad. Cheap. He'd be a cheap like vet signing to maybe a more of a compete with a Wyatt Davis or compete with a second round pick type of no. thing. Not your plug and play starter type. So I would keep those names in mind for a right guard. I think that's a spot if we spend a little money on offense, it's going to be right guard. Yep. All right. Definitely um, agree on that. Should we hit a break and then jump into defense? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. All right, welcome back. We'll uh, we'll hop into defense. Uh, we'll we'll start with defensive line. Yeah, we'll start. You want to go interior or edge? I guess you're saying line is in like, like the the, the hand the, in your dirt yeah. guys. Okay. So, um, yeah. 
I, I don't have many, which was interesting. I couldn't find a lot of decent ones. Uh, Akeem Hicks, who we've talked about, is available. Still played well last year. Dealt with some injuries. He's 32 now. Um, I'd take him, though, as someone that knows, like, Ed Donatel's defense, knows the scheme, and also owns us every time we play him. Yep. Like, just strong as fuck. Yeah, I, I love Akeem now, Hicks. He's, he's one of my favorite players to opposing players to watch i know you like hate him but you knew if you had him you'd just be fucking ecstatic yep i like for so long have i wanted akeem hicks and i every time he doesn't play like i feel like we're gonna beat the bears we do so much better that one driver he was out uh he got hurt and we just went right down the field yep. so just get rid of that guy also <laughs> yeah. what's his he like hates delvin cook for some odd reason like I, I I think I think they they both like to talk. Yeah, and I think they don't get along because they doesn't talk. seem like. But it. you know what? They'll be fine. Um, here's the thing: Where do you rate the need for the defensive line? Because if you don't cut Pierce, let's go in a world where Pierce is still here. You have Pierce, you have Tomlinson, you have Watts, and then you even have like you know James Lynch flashed a little. Kenny Willicke showed up that last week looking really good. I assume he would be with a hand in the dirt type guy. Um, where would someone like Akeem Hicks play? You just going for depth, or do you put him on that other side and bench Watts? I I'd say you put him on the other side and bench Watts. Well, you know, Watts I would could say come in on passing down. That that's exactly kind of what yeah. you what I what you would do. I think, but and that's only if, but that's only if you run with like three three five or yeah three three five because mm-hmm. otherwise you're gonna sit. You could also sit Pierce. Pierce and Hicks, and have Tomlinson and Watts as your pass rushers. Right. So there's ways to do it. I mean, depending on how much he goes for. And I and yeah, like they again, they talk about playing multiple fronts. Like they'll they'll figure it out if mm-hmm. they want Hicks. They'll, figure, they'll figure it out. Yeah. I wonder what he'll go for. Like coming off injury, 32 years old. I would say somewhere around two for 18. Okay, so still that much, like a $9 million thing. I would thing. think yeah. so. I could see like like a, like a two one for, for seven, like like almost like he only gets one-year offers type thing. I mean, he's probably going to look for that two-year deal, but yeah. see if he gets it. Uh, Bilal Nichols also available, only 26 years old. I feel like that might be a – he's definitely more – you know, you could make him a depth guy where he's just rotated in there, probably get him for pretty cheap. Yep. His PFF grade was not spectacular. But, again, someone that knows the scheme could come in and fill a role. Yeah. Wouldn't be a bad pickup. Uh, and then I only other guy I had on here was Calais Campbell, thirty five years old, but yep. really fucking good. He still had an eighty grade last year. Yeah, I, I don't see us signing Calais Campbell. I, I don't either. I don't think he's really in the uh, the timeline for us, and I don't think we're really in the timeline for him. Yeah, and that kind of might be the same for Akeem Hicks. Yeah, the only thing with uh, yeah, I I would think he's probably not looking to come here, but it, it would only be if he really liked Ed Donatel and really likes. Yeah, you know, and he doesn't, type, and know. he doesn't really have any other offers. If he's yeah, got like yeah. similar offers from like similar team, mm-hmm. similar type teams, or it's like, eh, he'll yeah. probably go with familiarity. Remember uh, Geno Atkins? Yeah, didn't ever got picked up by anyone, did he? Remember we kept talking about him, like yeah, that'd be cool, Geno Atkins, and then like it was like, oh, he's gonna wait till the you know closer to the season to pick a team. He didn't go to Atlanta, did he? I, I honestly think he didn't get picked up by anyone, and like it, it was just agent talk that he was gonna pick his team or whatever. Yeah. Like when, yeah, he says unsigned. Interesting. 
Okay. I wonder when this is. Bengals, yeah. So, yeah. He well, you know, he's got that Zimmer connect. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that. Uh, didn't we keep did we keep a assistant DB coach? Yeah. Yeah. That yep. was the one guy we kept. Probably because the DB coach is a former Zimmer uh, guy from two years ago. Yep. Um, brought in a, what did they call it? A game management coordinator? Or not coordinator. I don't know what it's called. Game manager. Uh, I think it was coordinator. Was it coordinator? Management coordinator. Like, it literally sounds like what we've always talked about. Like, just to do to watch the the play clock. Yeah. Uh, Not the clock, but to manage the clock at the end. Like, to not screw it up and botch it. It literally means man who calls timeouts. Yeah. Man who calls timeouts. (laughs) How do you do this the optimal way? Man who plays lots of Madden. (laughs) Uh, It's like a 14 year old kid. He's got. This is him. He doesn't even have a headset. He's just got an Xbox controller (laughs) and it beeps whenever whenever he calls timeouts. Out. <laughs> my my son's gonna uh, call timeouts for us. He knows how to maximize them beautifully. Um, all right, let's see here. We'll go to the edge. Yeah. Yep. Go to the edge, and this is a world where we also still have Daniel Hunter. Yeah. Which I don't want to live in a way, world where we don't. So the, the way Quasey talked, that man's not going anywhere either. I don't know why you would. He said he was one of his first calls. He also said that about Kirk Cousins. Now, you could just kind of say everyone's your first call. But I don't feel like you call Kirk and Daniel Hunter right away if you plan on trading them or cutting them or something. Like, I feel like you're trying to quickly establish a, a rapport. No. Um, and I'm sure Quasey. quick. Okay. Bob Stone's just blowing me up. All right, so we'll hop into the edge rushers. I don't really know what we said, but we'll just yeah. Hop sorry, into... you know, Bob Bob Sones, you know, calls me at seven o'clock. You know, it's like, come on, yeah. get it together, Bob. You know, we don't need that. Figure ruining the podcast, sabotaging <laughs> the podcast. It was an inten- it was intentional. I yeah. bet he's a Packer fan. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, we have Daniel Hunter. Sounds like we're gonna keep him. I think we were about there. Yeah, Daniel Hunter better stay here. Sounds like that he should. Uh, other side, I guess who would be the starter if he got nobody? DJ Wanham. I, yeah, I would say Wanham's probably that guy. Um, wasn't there talks of like Willikies maybe being a linebacker maybe. in the draft talk? Yeah. Like, I wonder if he can maybe do some yep. stand up. Or it's hard a to lot know. of the times you like you'll see it's like a three four looking front, but that you'll have one guy standing up and mm-hmm. one kind of playing like a wide nine hand in the yep. dirt. Yep, yep. And maybe that. maybe we can do something like that with Kenny Willikies. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you know, Patrick Jones, you have Janarius Robinson, who didn't play out all last year. Like, I don't maybe one of these guys can show up. But. Robinson is an interesting one for this because, you know, he's kind of in that Daniil Hunter mold. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably be his backup. It's just, is he athletic enough or, I don't know, is it, like, smart enough to be able to drop back and play some zone? Yeah. Like, is that... I, we have, like, no clue. This, this These edge guys we have, it's so hard to know where to place them, you know? Yeah, and, like, I, as their contracts, you know, get older, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they get, like, cut yeah. in training camp and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, maybe they'll fit, it, they'll fit into the scheme and they'll they'll be fine, but it's, it's hard to know for sure. It just definitely leaves... Me wanting another edge across from Hunter. Like, I don't... DJ want him. He's fine. DJ want him... Again, he was a fourth-thrown pick. Like, it's not like we threw a threw a huge, like, amount of assets yeah. into him. I, I would like to go back to where we had Hunter and Griffin, or we had Jared Allen and Robeson. Like, two elite edge guys that can really pressure the pocket. So, mm-hmm. decent list of guys. Great draft for it, too. Really good draft. Yeah, very could be a really well. good one at 12. Could get one in the second round that could even come in and start. But... Starting with the the, the the top graded PFF guy Von Miller, 
33, comes from came well, comes from the Rams through Denver. A lot of connections there. Feels a little Calais Campbell to me. Like, why would he stop here on his twilight of his career? I wouldn't doubt if he stays in LA. Yeah. That it just it seems tailor made for him to stay. Uh Chandler Jones, thirty one again. I I'd love him. Yeah. I think he might be out of our price range and doesn't really fit the timeline. I mean, I say he doesn't fit the timeline, not meaning like we're we're rebuilding, but... I could see a professional player looking at our team and being like, well, they're not there yet. Yep. You know? Like, like unless... We didn't make the playoffs. It, it'd be one thing where if Chandler Jones literally goes, you know... Me and Daniil Hunter on the field, mm-hmm. that's a top 10 defense. I'll go there. Yeah. But I don't really know if that's a direction that we go. Because, I don't know, that dude's going to get three for 45. Yeah. Three I, for 50. He's 31. He's going to get paid another decent contract. Like, are we going to be the ones to give some post 30 year old a big deal? I don't really see that. And especially, like, if you haven't worked anything out with Hunter yet. Do you want to bring in another guy to go, hey, you know, like this is what they're making. Now we've got to. Yeah, I, I still feel like there was stuff with Yannick that, that didn't work out well for us. Yeah, as far and, as and Hunter yeah we, we traded him as, as fast as we could. Yeah. Um, uh, Davion Clowney, uh, he's 29. He's still pretty rock solid. Yeah, um, I I think he's, I, I, I kind of like him across from Hunter. If you're going to pay, maybe not top dollar, yep. but you're going to spend some money there, mm-hmm. I do kind of like Jadavian Clowney. Yeah, he's more of a like uh, strength, you know, stout guy across the more of the athletic hunter. I feel like he's only been getting like $8 million a been. year the last two he, years. One-year like, deals over and over. Like he's not, he clearly wants like a mega deal and no one's giving it to him. So he has to take these one-year kind mm-hmm. of prove it again. And he, every year he, the thing is like he was drafted to be a superstar and he's not really a superstar. No, I no, mean, he's he uh, pretty good most of the battled time. Battled some injuries yep. early on, and he just never really was the same. I think he had a knee injury, mm-hmm. and he's just not as explosive as he used to be. Yeah, but I think it'd be a decent like, <coughs> not bargain bin, but like, not you know paying like a Von Miller or nope. someone like that. Uh, Randy Gregory, twenty nine from the Cowboys. Again, you'll have to kind of help me if these are scheme fits or not. Yep. The, he more plays hand in the dirt Four, edge rusher. Three. So I would say he's kind of like if we don't have Daniil. Okay. That maybe Could kind be of like replaces rusher type. Yeah. Um, Hassan Reddick, 28-year-old. There's a good uh, one. Played a lot in 3-4 schemes. So. Yeah, no, that's a really good one. But he's looking to get paid, paid. Yeah, he had a really good season, I think, two years ago. Last two years. So last year he was still pretty yeah. good. Yeah, so... Yep. Yeah, he'll probably get paid a lot. Uh, Harold Landry, he's only 26. Also going to get paid. Going to get paid. No, he, he's probably. If you're going to pay someone, pay a 26 year old. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Harold Landry uh, definitely fits the scheme, in my opinion. Uh, the sack numbers weren't there early on. He finally hit double digits this year. Yeah. But I believe the pressures have always yeah, been. Yeah, it seems there. like a, maybe a bit of a late bloomer. Like it took a little bit. First round pick, second round pick? I think he fell to the yeah, second. Yeah, high pick, you know, like, and, but he's definitely came around where, yeah, like you said, he's probably going to get paid uh, pretty Actually, well. I think he was uh, late first round. Was he late first? I think he was playing on a fifth year option. Okay, okay. Uh, Melvin Ingram. Doesn't fit the timeline. I think 33 he's, years old. I he, thought he looked pretty damn good. He did um, uh, with the Chiefs. With the Chiefs Signed with the, the Steelers at first. Yep. Then got traded to the Chiefs. He's looking for a ring. 
Yeah. And I don't think, again, not to say that, you know, there's no chance we can win one, but you had 12 playoff teams. No, wait, 14 playoff teams last yeah. season? We weren't one of them. So if you're a veteran 33-year-old Melvin Ingram, you're not. You're probably going to be like, hey, Rams, hey, Chiefs, you know, mm-hmm. hey, Bengals. And if none of that falls, and Melvin Ingram didn't sign until August, I don't mm-hmm. believe, either last year. So maybe if, if we do sign somebody like Ingram or... Uh, who are the like Von Miller? It's yeah. because they don't have a job in yeah. August. They're not getting the offers that they were expecting. Oh. Uh, a couple more older fellows, uh, Justin Houston. See, that's someone who I think could, you can maybe bring in. I think he would love a ring, but he came from like Indianapolis, where like and it, when he signed with them, it's not like they were. Yeah, they're mid. They were kind of like mid-tier where we were. team like yeah. us. Yeah, like no, we're not. So I don't know. Like I think he'd love a ring, but I also don't know if he's ring chasing just yet. Still graded out very well with PFF. Uh, Jerry Hughes, he's thirty four, basically a pure pass rusher at this point. Like they yep. don't really even use him on rundown. So I don't know if that's more of a rotational guy or if, how that would work out. Uh, Charles Harris. Uh, okay, I think he started to play well. With the Giants last, was it the Giants? His why do last I feel team? like he, do I feel like he plays for Detroit? All I know is he didn't. He was a first round pick, didn't yep. pan out with Miami. Detroit Lions. Was, okay, the Lions picked him up and played well. Played with Atlanta. He played Miami for three years, then Atlanta, and then this year, yeah, seven and a half sacks this year. Yeah, I think he really came on. With, and that's that. God, those that Lions defense. I, I don't really want to play them. Well, they might not have Charles Harris. Okay. Free agent. There we go. Big loss. Big loss. They're screwed now. Uh, Lorenzo Carter. Giants? Yeah, kind of someone that was like kind of cool coming out of college. Not sure if he's ever really like been as good as people thought, but could be a, a real like lower tier pickup. But yeah. young. Another young guy, 26. I, yeah, he not really like plug and play, mm-hmm. but that it's kind of like a Nick Vigil signing. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the comparison of Nick Vigil like – Solid three four guy, just set him there, and you know you're you're good. You at least know you have like a floor to that spot. Yeah. Like, hey, at least he can be a yeah. It's like Vigil, Stephen Weatherly, those type of signings where it's like I got an NFL professional player that can just stand yeah. there. on a PFF zero to hundred scale. He's like the 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 sixty sixty five sixty five grade last yeah. year. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, another one, Arden Key, kind of came on. Uh, finally, twenty six years old. Yeah, he's he's more pure pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, played a, played a lot with his hand in the dirt under Gruden, but he's somebody I wouldn't mind taking a stab at. Young still, I mean, again, the the Rams had Leonard Floyd and Von Miller, so you know maybe there is more to like just having a couple pure pass rushers that on just the end. collapse the pocket. No. Okay, now you try to say this guy's name. Uh, it's a Rams backup. Agbenaya Okoronkwo. Have you heard of him? Because he had four and a half sacks, and I've read a, a bunch of articles where they're like, you know, he's kind of the guy that just didn't get the playing time because of who was in front of him, but like always flashed. And he had a 79.5 grade, 27 years old. Now that's in, in limited snaps, you know, but could you pluck a, like an up and coming, like a Limbaugh Joseph type, where like he wasn't not role wise but like the fact that he's not getting the playing time but you know okay we got a coach from there he's seen him and all of a sudden this guy blossoms into a a solid very good player yeah he he seems like one of those guys where when he signs like 
three years, twenty-four million. You go, whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. But then you watch him play. It's go, oh, oh, that's what. Like when people saw Everson sign yeah, his, his first like, deal. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, like, what is that? But every Viking fan was like, oh, well, of course he's gonna get that. Like he's awesome. When we like, because we see every play. You see the flashes. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, I don't know if you go back and watch all the Rams game if you'd see this guy uh, flashing all the time. But I've definitely heard. Uh, a few a few articles brought him up, and yeah. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So that would be a, a kind of a fun one. Yeah, I I would say him and Lorenzo. I I feel like we're starting to get into our area. Him, Lorenzo Carter. Yeah, because I feel like if we spend some money, personally, I think it's cornerback or right guard. Yeah. Like I, I I feel like Edge is coming in the draft. So you could do a thing where you sign a Lorenzo Carter, an up and coming guy like this. Can't pronounce his name. Looks like his nickname's Double Obi. O. Obi's his nickname. Double O. Uh, where they can, uh, if you end up not, you know, Edge doesn't fall to you at 12. You're not worried and panicking because you still got, you know, you got Wanham, you got maybe a Lorenzo Carter type oh. to plug in there. Um, okay, moving to the linebackers, inside linebackers, uh, the 3-4 insides. Yep. This is new. This is We've never had to deal with this as Viking fans. So you're kind of looking for... I don't know little, what I'm looking for. This is wild. A little, little, little bigger, but yet still athletic. Like you don't want, you don't want Chaz Surratt and Troy Die. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Troy Die's fucked. That guy is not making the team now. That Chaz dude, Surratt, the guy needs to move to edge. That dude needs or or safety. Chaz Surratt to safety. Okay, okay. I, hey, back to quarterback. <laughs> Hey, I'm up for anything. Um, we took two quarterbacks in the third round last year. <laughs> and a, and, yeah. We took a punter in the fifth. Place tight end. No, no, no. Um, first guy on the list, which I think would be sweet, Devondre Campbell. Yeah. So he's going to get a bag. Yeah. Uh, 86 PFF grade. He got a one-year deal with the Packers. All pro. Fantastic. Um 27. So, like, you signed him a five year deal. He's probably solid for four out of five. Former gopher. I think yeah, that's why. Former gopher. I think he's been in the league for five or six years already, too. So, and he's a, he was, a, I guess, a late bloomer because this was his first, like, real good season. Who drafted him? Atlanta? Atlanta, I believe. They in love the our, second uh, or third? Fourth round. Fourth round. Fourth round. Yeah, he played one year even with the Cardinals before doing so well with the uh, Packers. Now, I think Devondra Campbell was their uh, strong side linebacker their Super Bowl year. So the right-outs... Who? Oh, the Falcons? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, I believe our linebackers... Our, what is he called? The pass rush coach? Yeah. Mike Smith comes from the Packers. Yep. The outside linebackers. Yeah. So there's a little bit of connection there. Um, obviously, I, I don't know if he's from Minnesota. Is he from Minnesota? Devondre Campbell? From, I believe so. From Texas. High oh. school, born in Gainesville, Florida. Went to high school in Houston, Texas. Okay. Let went me... to Oklahoma for college. Oh, who am I looking at? Hold on, I got the wrong guy. Oh I got goodness. Obi. Obi's on there. I was going to say, it's Oklahoma. That doesn't sound right, because no. Devondre Campbell's a gopher. Didn't they also draft Rasheed Hageman? Yep. Falcons love our gophers, huh? Yeah. All right, new, new thing. Born in Fort Myers, Florida. High school... Fort Myers, Florida, okay. college, Minnesota. So not really a Minnesota boy through and through, but you spent a few years of college here. You might be willing to come back. Also, Packers, are you going to pay them? Probably not. Have no money. Again, do you want to spend? Do you want to spend six months of your life in Green Bay? Six months of your life near Minneapolis. Yeah. I mean, they have no chance. 
to re-sign him. Like, they're $40 million over the cap, and they're worried about Adams and Rodgers. There's no way they're going to pay him. Because he's going, like you said, he's going to get paid. I know on his social media he posted a picture of Lambeau Field with the uh, eyes emoji a couple days ago, though. So, you know, I think he likes it there. That's a shame. You know, that's a real shame. Oh. Uh, before we get too far, I actually forgot. Oh, no, wait. They have not cut Zedarius Smith yet, right? No. Okay. That's another interesting one because, we again, we have the coach. Um, your little eyes thing, because Zadir Smith also posted the little emoji eyes. Then nothing happened, so maybe he was just having a you know a fun day. Maybe it's like see ya. Maybe Devondre Campbell was cleaning out his house. <laughs> yeah, see you later. Uh, I mean that team's a disaster. You got Rogers posting like, you know, basically his goodbyes, and then he's like, no, I'm just like kind of just going through all my thought process. Like all of a sudden he's like. Doing leeches and puking and pooping therapeutically. It's what, disgu- you, what is that? What's going on on his Instagram reel? You didn't hear about oh, his I cleanse s- that he uh, did. No, I heard about the. Cl- it I was like a twelve-day ex- cleanse, and you medically and like you medically vomit, and you medically poop, and you take leeches to clean out the to cleanse the blood. This dude's like lost his mind. Like, oh, absolutely! The dude's insane. Whore. He's a total hippie. Like, his greasy hair. I thought that was just a loot. Oh, look. I don't think he, he said showers. that was so he could look like the fucking guy, uh, John Wick, for Halloween. And then he never cut it after exactly. that. He's a liar. Yeah. He likes it. He's disgusting. Yeah, what a scumbag. I won't want him within 20 feet of my franchise. I mean, I said it about Favre, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. But we changed our mind after. Stick it to Green Bay. <laughs> bring on Rodgers. Um, I actually would have a harder time bringing Rodgers in because he is such a fucking Fruit Loop right now. Like at least Favre was just kind of like, yeah, it's the Packers quarterback. We hate him. Like Rodgers, yeah, we hate him because he's Packers quarterback. And now he's became like, oh no, I hate him as a person. He's just a fucking idiot. You know, like I hate him as a person. Stop causing. And this like, has nothing to do with him not being vaccinated. It has everything to do with him just being. Weird. Yeah, just being a complete fucking weirdo. I mean, like, part of it, you know, like, why would you, like, not the non vaccinated part, but it's like, why would you lie and confuse everyone about that, you fucking weirdo? But then it's like, gone beyond that with, like, again, why posting you- these goodbyes to his team and then be like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And why would you lie to us about your greasy hair? Yeah, but like, why are you lying That's about things that don't me matter? The, you know, <laughs> the John he, Wick thing is just upsetting. You know, when he had like short hair, he was fine. But now it's all he like, looks sickly. I don't think the the you know the fo- what is the word like the homeopathic thing he's doing. You know, like you know the, you know, the hippie medicines. I don't think it's working. He looks like he's dying. Yeah, I think turn. those leeches sucked out a lot of blood. Oh, we're, we're, um, this I'm is a detour from Devon Ray Campbell. I'm gonna look into this. Though. He's tainted Devon Ray Campbell. Um, <laughs> Anthony Barr. St. Andre Patterson's fault. Yeah. Anthony Barr. Is he an edge in this defense? No, he's in kind of inside. like your prototypical middle linebacker. Because there's so many people that are like, oh, he could have been a 3-4 edge coming out of college. Like You could put him at edge now. You, you I kind of feel like he sucks at pass rushing from the outside. I think he's better going up the middle. My opinion is, is if he was so good coming off the edge... We would have used him off the edge. You think so, though? You think Zimmer didn't like have an idea of like, oh, I'm going to use this guy in this role? And then he kind of got like put into that role. Because didn't the Jets pitch him to like, hey, you're going to be an edge rusher? Yeah. And then he changed his mind and came back. But I maybe, just, I, I, 
I think he's an inside linebacker. I think he would fit really well inside. You know, I, I honestly don't think he has like the pass rush moves and stuff to like be a good edge. No. Now he'd be good as far as like he could drop back into coverage. I don't think he's athletic enough to be an elite edge. He's, he's kind of stiff. I was just gonna say that he's kind of stiff. Like yeah. I, I honestly, everyone's always you know they try to claim like Zimmer misused him. It's like I think Zimmer actually used him perfectly. Yeah, I, Com- double A gap blitzes, yeah. r- random stunts coming off. Yeah. Like I, I think he, I think he would have been a bad pure rusher like i've I, seen him coming off the edge he's not that great at it i think he would have been uh, i think he could have been a good edge rusher but he's already built his body to play linebacker yeah he's like he's he's bulked up and also he's got like bad knees now so it's, i i don't think he's like his athleticism isn't really as what it was when he came out of college no. so i would take him back though if, if he was and find a role for him like i I'm assuming I'd get him I, cheap as shit. Though. I think he's like a four to six million dollar player. Yeah, I feel like it's like a career. one year. Like, dude, your knees are falling apart. Like, you had to miss games just to rest. Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's not fantastic. So, but I would, I would like. He's clearly well liked in the locker room. He's a leader. Like, I would take him back for very cheap. Yep. Uh, two more inside linebackers, both from the same team. They both come from Ed Donatel's team. Okay. Broncos. Alexander Johnson, thirty years old, eighty-one grade PFF. Plug and play. Yep. And then the other one is Josie Jewell, 27, 83 and a half grade. So both played really well. I think Josie Jewell's going to get a solid contract. They were, the Broncos were, they were, I think what I've been reading, they're trying to re sign him. So, yeah. but one of those two to come in and be sort of like the, hey, I know the whole scheme. I'm good. I'm, you know, they're not, 27 is relatively young, 30 is not as much. But like, you just, because our, right now it's just Kendricks. Like you said, Turret Eyes. Terrible and not cut up for this. Yeah. Chaz Surratt, no chance. Like Nick Vigil, he's a free agent. So I think just grab him. More, even if it is Alexander Johnson, like a, just a cheap vet that knows the scheme. Nick Vigil, two point I uh, I even like uh, Kaiser White from okay. the Chargers. Okay, at middle linebacker. Is he free agent? Yeah, he's okay. a free agent to be. I don't know if they're working on like resigning him. I don't know if they can resign him, but. Uh, he he's the name that I saw who was available, and he and comes like, from the the Staley defense, which yeah. is Rams. It's all it all goes back to Vic Fangio. Oh. You know, these are this this is this, the the pool of players we're looking for. It's like on offense, we're in this uh, Mike Shanahan Kubiak pool of players. Defense now is the Fangio instead of the Zimmer world, yeah. which is just kind of his own world. I mean, people steal the double A gap, but I don't know if people no, I think run Zimmer the same was, stuff as him. No, kind of in his own. I guess he would have had like. Phil Gunther when he was with the Raiders, running it horribly. Yeah, who's Phil Gunther? I don't know. Not a person that exists. Paul (laughs) Gunther. Paul Gunther. Maybe his brother. Now we have Mike Pettin. He's the new Paul Gunther. All right, let's talk corners. (laughs) Cornerbacks. How bad do you think we need one? I think this is the position that we desperately need something. Yeah. It's Dantzler and nobody. if, If it's not edge and it's not inside linebacker, it's cornerback. Yeah, it's cornerback. Do I think we spend money? I, I don't see it with these players. But uh, J.C. Jackson, 26, stud. That he's going to get a boatload of money. Yeah, there's going to be a Brinks truck in his in Yeah, his it's just not, not going to be our Brinks truck. We don't have yeah. a Brinks truck. That's the problem. We're, we can't afford the, the Brinks truck to bring him his boatload yeah, of money. We can't, yeah, we can't even get the truck. Just We don't have the money to put in the truck. We don't have the truck. We don't have the driver. We don't even have a banana stand. We yeah. burnt that to the ground. <laughs> Kirk's got all of our trucks. 
<laughs> no, Kirk just has his conversion van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking cheap van. We give him all this money. He can't even get a decent vehicle. Uh, all right. Next is Stephen Gilmore. 32, getting up there. Yeah, probably not going to come our way. He's very much just like the all the other vets, you know, like. But then again, he's got the rings. Like, yeah. now is he just looking, now does he kind of, you know, want to compete but yet teach? And you know, maybe he just goes to the highest bidder and we offer him a decent contract and he comes here, you know. It would be interesting, you know, you get Gilmore opposite Dantzler, then you draft an edge in the second round and you sign some, or not, in the first round, and then you sign some random linebacker. Like, that defense, that defense is fine. Yeah. Like, that defense can compete on Sundays. Um, Carlton Davis, pretty sure he's also getting a Brinks truck. Or franchise tagged. Yeah, I think he's or he's is gonna get a Godwin gonna get franchise tag. Godwin already got franchise tagged. Yeah, he already got. Yeah, he already tag. got franchise tag. Um, I'd have to imagine he gets re-signed, but he's twenty five, so young fella. Uh, Bryce Callahan, kind of kind of fallen off lately, but was kind of like the best nickelback and comes from the Bears through Denver, which is literally following at Donatel. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Kyle Fuller, who had a. According to PFF, have a horrible season last year. Okay. 30 years old. But whoa. now that, sorry about that. that was, uh, especially uh, if you're driving, that that's probably scary. <laughs> Drop um, my phone. But uh, yeah, Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller I, I, I'd be interested in Cal Fuller. I feel like he always is gets a cheaper contract than I always think he's going to get. 100%. Yeah. And like maybe, you know, you find him, bounce back year. Again, knows the scheme, veteran. It'd be a. Uh, I'd be happy with it, you know. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, that's not going to, that's not the end to fixing the cornerback group, but that would be uh, someone good to add. Patrick Peterson? I'd bring him back. I thought he played well. Yeah. I, Overall, I don't remember him being the one causing all the problems. No, I I always, you know, obviously wanted him to be Patrick Peterson. Yeah. But that's, that's just not him anymore. Yeah, he's 32. And, you know, he, he plays he plays awful lot. I feel... Like whenever I was like, oh come on, Patterson, it's like, it's was a five yard slant route or whatever. You yeah, know? he doesn't. Or he's not like giving up the big plays. He's giving up like oh he's a little little too soft on that one. Yep. Interesting. When I was looking at like some of the Bears defense, they always had uh, Fuller would always play way off, and then the other corner. I think back it was Prince of Mukamura back in the day. Yeah, I think would so. always play up, and so it's like always staggered. So it'd be yeah. interesting if that's like was that just their playing styles or is that part of the scheme? I think that's part of the scheme because uh, Don. Donatel was talking about uh, uh, playing with layers. Okay, yeah. So you're trying to like, yeah, yeah like... he was talking about overlap or like overlaying mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I think that's part of the scheme where one plays up and one plays off. That way you can uh, shade your safeties to different areas right. of the field. Interesting. So I mean, like, if Patrick Peterson wants to, you know, continue to play off, maybe you have Dantzler up there in the press or something. A oh. um, couple oh. other ones: Tredarius Ward. He's only 26. Yep. Uh, Chiefs, I believe. Yeah, yep. I've seen him mentioned a few times. Uh, Probably, I would, with how much they uh, like to play uh, cover zero, I would say he's pretty good in man coverage. Yeah. I think he's, um, I'm going to say this name and Vikings fans are going to hate him. Kind of like uh, Bashad Breeland when he was with the Chiefs where mm-hmm. like he'd occasionally get beat, beat, but overall he's solid. Yeah, a little more of like a risk-reward type yeah. guy. Not going to play it as safe. Yep. Uh, Dante Jackson, 26 years old. That's someone I'm really interested in. I think he's going to get a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 
if we're going to give... We might give someone a boatload of money. Like, we might give... Like, last year, everyone was like, we have no money. There's no way we can get money. We signed Patrick Peterson for $10 million. Delvin Tomlinson got a big deal. And then we made a bunch of minor signings. But, like, we did end up dishing out two sizable contracts. Yeah, I, I would love to get Dante Jackson of player's name so far. I think he'd be number one on my list. Yeah, within, like, within reason. Like, J.C. Jackson's probably, like the gem of the group, but yep. like, you're not, that, that we can't do. Like, yep. that's probably not happening. I feel like Dante Jackson is an affordable expense. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It, and I almost feel like you have to do something at the corner spot. You, again, you have Dantzler and two special teams guys in hand and Boyd. Like, they have shown nothing that they could play as a corner. You you can't just go draft two corners. No, like, I and I, what have three? We're back to Jeff Gladney, Dantzler, and Mike Hughes. I, I forgot who it was, but they had an interesting uh, off season philosophy about uh, um, you know you you draft for need and the free agents you bring in should be like failed early picks. So okay. like going like, after those high talents that you hope you can like. Yeah. So well, no, like uh, like fail like your. Early picks that feel like oh Mike to Hughes replace Ju- the yeah. guys that you drafted that busted so like Gladney's Mike Hughes yep so we should go spend that Bradbury corner. yeah go like go spend that corner that's an that's like an interesting and approach. then draft yeah. your edge yep yeah I thought that was very interesting too hmm I mean it is frustrating that we've taken three first round corners in the last like five years and we have none of them on roster yep uh, and only have one corner that I feel comfortable starting. So I do think corner is something we definitely need to attack. Uh, a couple more. Rasu Douglas had a really good season with the Packers. Yeah. 27 uh, years old. October signing. Yeah. Uh, Sidney Jones, 26, always hurt, but it's always been second yeah, round I feel, pick. I feel like, like he always starts when he's on yeah, the team. Yeah, until he gets hurt. Yep. You know. And then uh, our old friend Mike Hughes, actually. He's only 25 still, and he graded out 72. So, like, had a solid season. Ooh. Don't see us bringing him back, but. I don't know. Though. I mean, Gabriel Davis made him look okay, silly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that <laughs> last time I saw Mike Hughes, his face was in the dirt. <laughs> he definitely cost himself millions of dollars on that one play when he got shook and <laughs> fell over. He looked like he was getting crossed over by Iverson. He just fucking rolled to the ground. Um, but 25 can do punts. Like, if he didn't have the Viking. Can do punts. <laughs> <laughs> Am I talking myself into Mike Hughes right now? I'm just saying if he didn't have the Viking stink on him and that play didn't exist, like he might be a uh, solid uh, like third corner. Probably, but... All that exists. All that exists. <laughs> all of that this exists. isn't a multiverse. Yeah. Um, this all right. isn't Spider-Man. That is all I have. I actually don't have any safeties written down. Now your stupid brother's calling me. What is everyone's problem? I have no idea. Uh, I'm not going to answer it. He has to call twice. Probably something about basketball. Oh, it could be. Um... I don't have any safeties down. I feel like Cam Bynum's solid enough, but there are other ones out there. Anthony Harris out there. Yeah. Remember when we lost to him? People panicked. Yep. Uh, I Xavier, Woods out there. Xavier Woods Xavier back. Xavier Woods back. Um, um, somebody along those lines is probably what we're going yeah, for. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's a stud like Devin safety. Mc, Devin McCourty will be available, I think, unless he resigns with the Patriots. But I don't know. Again, you know, actually, Devin McCourty might be kind of like the perfect fit where, you know, he's won five rings. And now yeah. it's like, yo, I just want to play and kind of like teach. I feel like he's almost like the perfect guy for Bynum. Yeah, it would be. It would be nice to add a vet. Like, well, you have Harrison Smith, so it's like, I don't know. Like, I guess it's do they trust Bynum to be a starter? If yeah. not, then actually that's kind of a whole other team. Um, just pulled up some Marcus Williams. If you want to go high end, yep. 
uh, Jesse Bates. He ain't getting out of Cincy, I don't think. They love him. No. Another one who's really high end, though. Yep. Uh, Marcus May, I think, is available, yeah. but I think he more plays strong safety instead of like center field. Projected contract for Marcus May, one year, six million. Oh. And what's his name? They, they said versatile safety best suited for the free safety role. Oh, so Marcus he's just May. playing uh, strong safety. So, like, Ed Donatel said he definitely wants our safeties to be interchangeable. So, I mean, you kind of want someone that's going to kind of so do both. So, the Jets drafted Ashton Davis and forced Marcus May over into a role that he wasn't suited for. Yeah. Interesting. Play like a Jet. Quandre Diggs, Jordan Whitehead, uh, J. Ron Curse, old friend. Devin McCourty, you mentioned. Kareem Jackson, if you're going the Denver route again. I, I kind of like Kareem Jackson. Yeah. They project a one-year, 3.5 million con- Again, a, a veteran Xavier Woods-type signing. You know, it, out of anyone we named so far, Kareem Jackson is the guy who I think most likely ends up Ends up on our team. Because that contract, and then he was in Chicago. and No, I lied. Not Chicago. But no. he was in Denver. Denver. He was yeah. Denver, yeah. They converted him from a corner. No. Um, and you got Xavier Woods is on their list. And uh, Terrell Edmonds. So uh, Jabril Peppers, 26 still, way down their list. Oh, I'd take him. Yeah, he's fine. He looks cool. Um, all right, so that's kind of the the. Also, I don't think there's any good kickers available, but I would really love somehow to just have a good kicker and not have to worry about it ever again. But those are just dreams. We'll get one in the draft. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get Dan Carlson in the draft. All right. Well, uh, yes, combines this week. We're gonna get some some numbers on everyone, and then uh, we'll maybe do a little mock draft. Yeah, maybe we'll do. Well, a, we'll do our big boards, uh, our initial big boards. Yeah, we. So free agency is coming up pretty quick, actually, yeah. like two weeks. So we have to. I mean, the drafts. Do we want to months, do basically. a mock off season, or are we just going to do big board? Oh, or do we want both? We might be able to hit yeah, both. We might we'll do a we, top fifteen big board since we draft twelve. We don't got to go all the way to you know twenty five or anything. We'll yeah. do top fifteen, and then we'll do a mock off season. Yep, knock it out of the park. Yeah, and then we'll we'll rock and roll. So we'll see you guys later.